Hello and welcome to episode number 56 of The Heart of Teaching. I'm Nathan Rivers, and today's episode is entitled, Building a Team. If you know anybody in the community that's making a difference, send us a DM on Instagram. We'll shout them out in an upcoming episode and explain their impact on the community. This week, we'd like to recognize and thank Lindsay Smelgus for all her involvement, volunteer time, and support at Sea Cove Secondary School in North Vancouver. It's parents like Lindsay that help create a great environment that all the students, parents, and teachers can be proud of. Thanks for all that you do. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow us on Instagram. The link to do so is available in the episode description. The Heart of Teaching proudly supports Mom Stop the Harm. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to The Heart of Teaching. I'm Dave Ruzicki with my friend and my producer, Nathan Rivers, and thank you for joining us today. A few years ago, I actually took a step back from coaching football for a variety of reasons. Janet actually told me to take the time off and to uh, just relax during the fall season. And it would have been the first time in over 40 years that I had not been coaching in the fall. But I didn't take her advice. I decided to try something new. I took on a program that needed some propping up and some TLC. And I decided to become the cross-country coach. The previous coach was on a maternity leave and uh, they needed someone to work with the program. And I decided to step up and see what I was capable of doing. Now, I had coached track and field before and I'd worked with distance runners, but I'd never coached cross country. I can guarantee you that. I started reading books on distance running. I, I brought my bicycle to school and uh, the, uh, the hope was to ride beside the runners when they were training. And I even watched a movie to try and become inspired. It was a true story. And it was about a washed up football coach who became the most successful cross country coach in California high school history. It was, uh, it was called McFarland USA with Kevin Costner, and it was an awesome watch. Uh, I was all set, and the only problem was I didn't have any bodies. Last year's team only had 11 athletes on it. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't sure if any of those students would still come out. Now, I decided to use that same formula that I'd used in my football program over a series of years and had a ton of success with, with my new passion, the cross-country team. I had a meeting, and only 13 students showed up between grades 8 and 12. And I'll be honest with you, I was crushed. Now, I was hoping that my credibility with that football program would somehow filter down to the cross-country team for this meeting. Yeah, there, there was no such luck. Now, having said that, I told the group who had gathered in my room what my plan was for this program and its new direction. And uh, one of the boys said to me, he said, are you going to teach us to run? And I kind of smiled and I said, uh, I'm going to teach you to run. But more importantly, I'm going to teach you to win and having fun doing it. Well, when I finished that last comment, it was almost like there was a buzz in the air. The kids started to talk and you could tell that there was like a positive vibe. Now, I knew what the football budget was, and I wanted to increase our cross-country budget. And the athletic director, he was awesome and very supportive. So I told the kids that I was going to purchase new sweatshirts, new sweatpants, and new sweatsuits for the entire team. 
I was going to purchase rain jackets, running gear, and I was going to get them a deal on running shoes. And I told them that if you look good, then you run good. I wanted them to understand that there was going to be a team meeting in the evening where we watched movies, we ate pizza, we drank soda, we talked about success, and we had fun. And I, I wanted to show them that same movie that I had watched, McFarland, about that cross-country coach, and I was hoping that it was going to motivate them as much as it had motivated me. I told them I wanted them to uh, be aware of how successful they could possibly be. I told them I was going to take over a showcase um, in the main hallway and post the team pictures and the medals and all of the awards that they would be winning with respect to this program. And I also told them to go and tell their friends what I was planning. I went and I posted uh, all these posters throughout the school on all the doors, uh, inviting anyone who had a pair of runners and shorts and who wanted to get fit to come out. I take anyone. I talked to every class in the school, grade 8 to 12, on my spare to promote this program. And I worked the hallways at lunchtime and at recess, before school and after school. And I stopped anyone who looked like a potential athlete and I told them that I'd love to have them involved in my program. And the most important thing, I spoke from the heart and I meant every word that I said. And I'll tell you something, kids, they can tell the difference between substance and white noise. And before I knew it, they started to show up. The next meeting, 47 athletes attended. Now, five dropped out, but I actually registered for the season 42 kids. And they all came, and they all competed. And it was the largest cross-country team in the history of the school. And they didn't just run, they began to win. Every meet that the kids ran in, there was just a ton of medals and a ton of ribbons. And it was absolutely amazing. And after, uh, pro it was probably about a, oh, I, a couple of weeks in, and uh, one of my assistant football coaches decided to come and join me. And uh, he'd be at the back of the pack when we were training with his bicycle, and I'd be in the front, and we switched. And uh, it was great to have him as part of the program. I posted all the kids' awards in that showcase along with the pictures. And I actually had this old hammer, and I spray-painted it. And I called it the Hammer Award, and I gave it out at uh, the end of um, each big meet. And it was for the athlete who nailed that meet. In other words, who was the most successful. And one of the most important things that I did, I always brought this t-shirt uh, to, uh, to each meet. And all the students had signed this t-shirt. And the signature was who they were running for, either mom, dad, an uncle, or an aunt. And the reason I had them do that is because that was a person who they wanted to make proud. It was a person who they wanted to think about when they were getting exhausted. And when they were getting super tired, um, that was the person that they'd put in their heart and in their head and allow them to continue to run harder so that they would never disappoint them. I went uh, after each meet. I announced on the school intercom uh, system the results and some of the highlights and uh, some of the uh, students that just did outstanding. It was actually kind of funny. For me, one of the most memorable moments was when uh, we were at this big meet and uh, I actually had a bus and, and uh, I got off and then all the kids started following me off the bus. So you got 42 kids. And a former colleague from a different school saw me and he started uh, sort of joking with me. And he goes, uh, he said to me, he goes, hey, Rizik, he goes, are you lost? And I kind of smiled and I said, what do you mean? He goes, football practice time, buddy. He goes, uh, you're in the wrong place. And I smiled and I said, no. I said, uh, this team is my new normal. 
And he looked at me and his face face just kind of went blank. And I said, uh, same passion, different game. And he looked at me and he square in the face and he goes, oh man, he goes, are we ever in trouble now? And he kind of smiled and he walked away. And I thought that was great. That meant that he knew that I was serious about our team being successful. And you know what? It was an absolute epic season. Half the kids during that season qualified for the provincial championship. And once again, that was a school record. And we did amazing. And you know what? The kids had fun doing it. At the end of the season, we had this awesome banquet. Now, the parents during the BC championships had all driven the, uh, the people that were competing to the meet. And we saved a ton of money as a result of not having that bus. And we took the bus money and we put it towards this banquet. And during the banquet, we had like a highlight video for the kids and uh, it showed them running throughout the, uh, the different meets and we had music behind it and uh, recognizing their names with, uh, you know, uh, the awards that they had won. And I'd also kept all the awards that they received after each meet. Of course, it was displayed in the showcase. But at the end of the season in this banquet, I presented those awards once again to the athletes at this banquet in front of their teammates, and more importantly, in front of their parents. Over 100 people attended this banquet, and there had never been a cross-country banquet before. And the amount of people attending it, that's a school record. I had a guest speaker, and we celebrated all the, all the accomplishments of that, that epic season. You know, one of the nicest compliments a parent shared with me during that night was when he said that myself and my assistant coach had taken a team that had the relevance of the bingo club. Now, there's nothing wrong with bingo, but it, we had taken the, uh, the, the cross-country team and put it on par with the volleyball, basketball, and football teams. He thanked both myself and my assistant coach and said how grateful he was for that and the impact it had on the students in the school. That season was probably one of the most important seasons I've ever coached. And it was a great time for me to reflect on what I had done for over 40 years. Now, make no mistake about it. I love football and I, I enjoyed coaching football. But having said that, I did learn something very important about myself. And in over 40 years, I was never really a teacher who coached football, but rather a teacher who coached kids. And I learned that regardless of the sport, if you create a culture based on respect, commitment, support, and recognition, and fun, you'll always be successful. And make no mistake about it, the athletes, the students in our schools, they vote with their feet. They'll decide the programs that they want to belong to. There's a, one of my favorite movies of all time is uh, this baseball movie. Many of you have probably watched it called Field of Dreams. And once again, um, Kevin Costner's in it. And there's a, a classic line in that movie that applies directly to the kids that we coach. And it's, build it and they will come. Great words, great advice, and so true. This is Dave Rizicki with Nathan Rivers. Please take care, be well, and as always, peace. Peace.